Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're back talking week two in the NFL. Got, I mean, I guess today's pretty much just... uh, the story of the day is injuries, right? That's the whole, that's everything. Injury after injury today. The biggest one being Saquon Barkley, which is just, uh, you know, devastating, really, honestly, for anybody. If you, I mean, if everyone got him either, you know, second pick in the draft or you spent a lot of money on him in the auction, and now he's done for the season, it looks like more, more than likely it's an ACL. And, just uh, sucks to see that. I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, pretty much it. it sucks. Not much else to say about it. Just no, no fun. But I guess let's just talk about that game, Jeff. <laughs> I have the Giants Bears game up first. So Saquon goes down, and the Giants lose seventeen thirteen. And this is going to be the interesting part. We'll we will talk waivers next episode, but. With Saquon down, Deion Lewis came in, had 10 carries, turned it into 20 yards, four catches, 36 yards. I mean, maybe he could be in a pickup that's interesting, but I don't think this offense, this offense wasn't very good here. And I don't think without Saquon, how can they be very, it's going to be ugly, right? Yeah, I would think. I mean, you have to give him a try. You know, there's yeah. not that many running backs to go around. Yeah. So we will be picking guys off the waiver in order to try to fill that void. But I mean, if Saquon was struggling, I'm assuming someone else is going to struggle as well. Uh, you know, it blows. It really sucks to watch a guy that you want to watch the rest of the year go yep. down with an injury like that. You're just, you know, stealing, like, kind of his uh, – the best years of him. But, um, yep. yeah, I mean, what else can you do? And, I mean, is there anything redeemable about New York at, at this point? They're 0-2. It just never feels like they can fully get it going. Daniel Jones had a rough outing. You know, no touchdowns and interception, 240 yards about. I don't know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not overly confident about New York Giants in general. I'm not either. I mean, Daniel Jones wasn't very good today. It was, the problem with Daniel Jones is he's going to have probably some good games, but how are you ever going to trust? Like, that's why he's just not a fantasy option to me. He's going to have games like this where he's, you know, 241 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. I mean, that's, that's going to happen. And you can't trust that. And so for me, he's just not a fantasy option. And the receivers, I mean, Slayton had a good game one, but then this one only three for 33. Ingram, Ingram's still a play because tight end's not the greatest position in the world. So even with a six for 65, you just hope for the touchdown. And Golden Tate's not really interesting. Um, Sterling Shepard is another another, uh, player that went down with an injury. I think it was a toe injury. He didn't come back to the game. Just another, just... This Giants situation is going to be ugly. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about the waivers again, but next episode. But yeah, <laughs> with the state of the waiver wire, though, you might have to go after like a Lewis or a Wayne Gallman or something like that. So, but all right, move to the other side. How about the Bears? Another team that, I mean, it wasn't pretty. They, they're two and L somehow, which is just, <laughs> I mean, I guess right. They're two and L, but yeah, are they any good? I don't think so. Trubisky did throw another two touchdowns, but had two picks, only 190 yards. You know, David Montgomery was actually looking pretty decent. I, I'll give him that. He had 82 yards on 16 carries, three catches for 45 yards, and then he goes out with an injury too. 
I mean, everyone's going out with an injury, right? David Montgomery um, says uh, possibly a neck injury. Don't know what the severity of it, of it is. It's not a concussion, but you don't like hearing neck either. No. So we just and, we don't we don't know right now. Yeah, we'll he got airborne see. on that one, and yeah. I mean, when he came down is when he got injured. So that is a little scary. Like neck is nothing you want to hear about. And yep. you're right, he did start looking like you know who people thought he was going to be about you know a year ago. Yep. And, um, you know, whatever that means for him, I'm not, I'm not really sure. And I'm not, if say if Montgomery is out, um, say he's going to miss a couple of weeks or something like that. Is there Cordero, you know, Patterson, Tariq Cohen, are these guys playable in your, in your mind? And if so, which one? Probably not really. You know, they just signed Cohen to that extension. I was hoping they would uh, use him a little bit here. The guys could be an interesting player, but I don't know if you'll ever get many cares. Honestly, I'm just not, I won't really be interested in one of their backs. It's, there won't be enough there for me to play one of them if Montgomery's out. I don't believe so. Oh. And, and on, top of that, on top of that, too, I mean, even the wide receivers <sighs> that we got kind of hyped on, right? We're, we're like, okay, maybe they'll be down. Obviously, this was a low-scoring game, 13-17. to 17. But you have Allen Robinson, and they try to get him the ball. I mean, nine, you know, nine targets, but he only caught three for 33. And then Anthony Miller, following up that big game, we thought maybe it would be his coming out party. Nothing. Targeted three times, didn't catch any of them. There was one that he probably should have caught um, in the end zone, I believe, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, so he had, his, he had his opportunity. But once again, I'm just like kind of blown away by – obviously David Montgomery got hurt, right? And he was their whole offense for a little while. Uh, like the fact that you can't get the passing game going at all. I know that Trubisky had two touchdowns. He also had two interceptions. But – it is it's frustrating to watch once again. I don't think anything is going to improve. I, I get very worried even about someone like Allen Robinson who has superior talent in this offense because it's going to be so up and down. I mean, how do you view him now after watching these last couple of games? I mean, it, I thought he was going to be a pretty decent top 10 option, but when, when games like this, it's just a ugly situation. And I still, I'm still going to play him, obviously, especially for a while, but – I don't feel as confident maybe as I did because I ranked him as a top 10 receiver this week and it just didn't play out that way. That's for sure. And Anthony Miller, just disappointing there. Um, thought last week he looked good and then nothing today, just nothing from him. So yeah, yeah just an ugly game. So we started off with an ugly one. That's uh, <laughs> let's move on to maybe some more interesting stuff, which um, got the next one up. We'll go. Let's talk. Yeah. This is a much more interesting game. Cowboys Falcons. <laughs> this was crazy. The Cowboys. I don't know how they made this comeback. That you don't see onside kicks recovered anymore with the new rules they have, and that ball just like it was it was the perfect onside kick. I don't know how they pulled yeah, it that off. That was a wild kick. Uh, yeah. That was great. I mean, it was a, a lot of fun to watch. I I started cheering for Atlanta only because I feel like this happens to them so often. And yeah, right. And with the last couple of games watching them, you start wondering like, man, are they going to have to be in a shootout every single game? Like, is Matt Ryan really gonna? I mean, at this pace, he's going to be a top five quarterback just from, you know, the sheer amount of times they have to throw it. Uh, I mean, yeah. he had a great, another great game. So 273 yards, four touchdowns. That is wonderful. Uh, Kelvin Ridley, obviously being Looking the good. prime benefactor of that, which is mm-hmm. really wonderful to see. I know you, you kind of hyped up yeah. Ridley. A breakout, you know, not, not, we're not the only ones to think that. He's a very no. good wide receiver. 109 yards with two touchdowns. Hayden Hurst, all right. They targeted him there eight times. 
So he's already getting into the fold, which is good to see. Uh, 72 yards and a touchdown. Russell Gage, another touchdown. So 46 yards and a touchdown after that big game he had. You know, we're wondering, can he go for another 100 yards? Are they going to use him that much? Is Hayden Hurst and him going to hurt each other? The weird one was the one that did get hurt was Julio. Yeah, just nothing from Julio today. Absolutely I mean, you nothing. see this, though, every once in a while. This isn't like you, you see this game for Julio a couple times a year, I feel like. And, man, Ridley's just the best. I mean, I think they're, they're probably still doubling Julio and just leaving Ridley open, but that's awesome for Ridley. It's going to be a great season if they continue to do this. I mean, Matt Ryan's not going to hesitate to go to him at all. So it's a big game. Julio, I wouldn't be worried about it. You, you see this every once in a while, and he'll be fine. It's Julio. He should he should be fine at least. Yeah. I would I would say. Then Gurley, a lot of carries, not many yards to show for it. And again, just nothing um in the receiving end from Gurley. So Yeah, and they really couldn't get it going. Twenty one carries, sixty one yards. So, you know, you, you want more out of that. Um, but obviously this was a, a pass first type of game. It yep. felt like even though the you know, both running backs had over 20, 20 carries. It was a it was kind of a strange one. I'm hoping that we see more out of that. Um, I don't know if it's partially the line or what, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna need to see another game. But they're obviously giving him a lot of carries, so I, that usually makes me feel a little bit better. Like you're you're only uh, you know getting tackled on the one yard line away from an easy goal line carry for him. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that's what it turns into. Uh, go jumping over to Dallas though. Yeah, jeez. I mean, Dak. yeah, wow. I mean. So <laughs> he throws for 450. Do that. Yeah, 450 yards. He only passed for one touchdown, but he ran in three of them, which Zeke owners are not loving that. But hey, well, it worked no. for Dak. Just a massive game for him. And Zeke had a great game, really. I mean, Zeke just had a normal good Zeke game. 89 yards on the ground, got himself a touchdown, 33 yards through the air. Just yeah. a solid Zeke game where he doesn't really disappoint ever. He just puts together good performances. Then uh, Mari Cooper had a solid outing, but C.D. Lamb is coming on early. Six catches, 106 yards. He's looking really good in that offense right now. And he's a playable guy already. After two weeks, I could say C.D. Lamb, you could definitely, in a, like a three-receiver league, you know, something like that, you could probably play him now. I wouldn't – the way the Dallas offense is working, you can use him. Gallup didn't do as much today, but had a couple big catches, two for 58. But, yeah, I, uh, this offense is good. So just a very good all-around offense. You could play a lot of these guys in fantasy right now. So, all right, let's move to the next one here, Jeff. If I can get my computer to work and move it over there. Oh, and that's why I didn't want to see this one. Lions, Packers. <laughs> oh, the Lions. They've, uh, well, they've ended our hopes real early this year. So we don't really have to think. They jumped out to a lead, and it all went, went away. And Aaron Jones just dominated them today. 18 carries, 168 yards, two touchdowns, caught four for 68, and another touchdown there. Just a massive, massive game from Aaron Jones. And I made all the people that were wondering if he could keep up that pace from last year and that touchdown pace, and you'd have to, you know, have to regress a little bit, right? I guess he's just saying, no, I don't have to. Yeah, three in one game. Why, why would I? Yeah. Just to, I, I think the, the crazy part about this one is because the Lions secondary was so banged up, I really assumed Aaron Rodgers would have a big game. He had a fine game, 240 yards, two touchdowns. You know, he'll be fine. One of those was to Aaron Jones. Yeah. Um, but no, they just – I mean, they did everything, but they just ran right over him. It was kind of one of those things that, you know, I said it before, but 
watching the Lions play and you realize how porous that defense can be. Yeah. If you have a quarterback or a running back that is going against them, you know, it is one of those matchups we know right away. You have the upper hand. Definitely play a guy against them. You know, other than that, I mean, you know, the wide receivers, as far as they went, it's kind of all over the board. Devontae Adams. Well, Devontae, <laughs> yeah, he got hurt, and I don't know. He probably could have played played through it, but they didn't need him to. It didn't seem like it was that terribly, you know, serious, I feel like. But they just they didn't need him to do anything. So, I mean, why risk it, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, that sucks for fantasy owners this week, for, you know, Adams owners. But they didn't need to do anything. And then, I guess, with Valdez, Scantling, and Lazard, nobody really – no one um, stood out. They're the same again. Yeah, they so. just spread the ball around, and Aaron Jones caught one of the touchdowns, and Robert Tanyan yeah. caught the other. So none of the main, you know, main wide receivers got into the end zone. So it's kind of just a lackluster performance for them. Yep. Even though they blew out, you know, Detroit by a ton. So I mean, forty-two points. It there's no reason to keep, you know, keep slinging yeah. it. And I guess for the Lions, I mean, Stafford. Ah, two forty-four, two touchdown through a pick. Without Galladay there, it's kind of hard to love this offense. And- I was gonna say he's really missing him. the The one bright spot I would say, I mean, if there is one, <laughs> is at least T.J. Hawkinson, a tight yeah. end that we're you know you're wondering can he make another jump for because he was a very high draft pick. He, he looked, he showed up a little bit in week one. Week two, he showed up again. I mean, four catches for yeah. sixty-two yards is you know not nothing. But you wonder if they can continue to kind of bring him along and eventually use him in the red zone like you've seen with his other tight ends. So I'm not sure if I'm you know comfortable yet playing him, but he's definitely like on my radar if I needed uh, another tight end or a streamer or something of that nature. And then with the running game, though, they're splitting the carries, but uh, DeAndre Swift is showing up in the passing game a little bit, five for 60. After you know last week, he should have got the game-winning touchdown. So at least that's happening. And maybe we'll start to see some more. I mean, in a PPR league, Swift was a good play this week. You know, maybe not as much for standard, 7.2 in standard, but he would have been about 12.2 in in PPR. That's not terrible. So hopefully he starts seeing a little bit more work because not really much. I mean, Carrion got a touchdown, I think, but it's it's hard. It's all over the board for those. uh, Yeah, hard to predict that. Yep. All right, next up, got Titans and Jacksonville. Titans win 33-30 to in Jonu Smith had a huge game four for 84 and two touchdowns. Those two touchdowns were just massive for him. I mean, this is what we hope for from Smith. Doesn't have to have a million catches, but get in the end zone when he gets them. Right. Yeah. I feel very like, I know this one game, but every (laughs) once in a while you like to take a little vindication when you can. And just watching Ryan Tannehill and throwing to Jenner Smith. I'm just like, Oh, thank God. Like two of the people I I talked up and having Ryan Tannehill on uh, quite a few of my teams because he's so cheap to get. You're like, great, this is exactly what we, we kind of hoped you would do. Yep. And this is all – and, yes, four touchdowns, is that going to happen all the time to Tannehill? No. But at the same time, it, it shows when Derrick Henry, who was still – you know, he did what he needed to do. He was just kind of a, a, a hammer yeah. today. Yeah. 25 carries for 84 yards, no touchdowns. You know, it, it just – he's going to have some of these games. He didn't get going in the passing game. They tried to throw it to him twice. He didn't catch either. But, hey, if he doesn't get in the end zone, they can still score. And even more so, this was without A.J. Brown exactly, yeah. in the starting lineup. So, Janu Smith is a legit tight end. Like, he has got to be rising up everyone's boards, you know, where they just weren't sure or they didn't believe in him, whatever it may mm-hmm. be. But he is a legit weapon for Tannehill. Even if A.J. Uh, Brown, when 
he comes back. Um, the only one that did disappoint me a little more was Corey Davis. He did he, have a touchdown. Nice touchdown catch. but Yes, and he's looking a lot better. But I would yeah. like to see uh, larger production out of him still. He got five targets, which, you know, is tied for second behind Adam Humphreys. Uh, but yeah, he was kind of the number one today. He kind of disappeared a little bit, but he is starting to look really good. And he is, uh, he's still kind of um, forgotten a little bit. So in some leagues, you might still be able to pick him up um, and we'll maybe get to him in the waivers, depending on what percentage yep. he's owned. But he's, he's an intriguing one. Then for Jacksonville, I mean, Minshew, 339 yards, three touchdowns through two picks, but you know what? He's, he's still, he's been pretty solid. I'll say. He's fun to watch. He's yeah, hard not he to because he's just he he it feels like he's just playing to win yeah and you know he's like just the joy it looks like he's has playing the game which is great then uh james robinson 16 carries 102 yards and a touchdown yeah maybe maybe i you know dismissed their run game yeah than i should have because that is a great outing um can he keep doing it i don't know but you know tennessee's defense isn't bad uh obviously they have Clowney on the line and all that so yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's going to work. Yeah, and the maybe. Touchdowns got spread around. Keelan Cole, Tyler Eifert caught one. Chris Thompson caught one. DJ Chark was four of eighty-four. And then um, just they're they're definitely trying to get um, Lavisca Chenault in, involved too. He had three catches for thirty-five, but he also had five carries for thirty-seven yards. So they're definitely trying to get the rookie involved in the offense too. So you know what? This Jacksonville offense is much better than I expected. I'll say that. I expected nothing from them at all. But hey, I'll, they're they could have some fantasy usefulness here, I would say. They're not too bad. Next up, Colts, Vikings. Colts win 28-11. And I didn't – I mean, why are the – the Vikings are terrible. Like, <laughs> no, I, did, I didn't expect that, I mean, <laughs> to be Kurt, quite honest. Kurt Cousins gave you negative points today. Negative points. 11 yeah. for 26, 113 yards, no touchdowns, three picks. What is that? Like, what seriously happened to Kirk Cousins? I don't know. I mean, I don't remember the Colts being a dominant defense like that. They have a they solid can... defense, I guess, yeah. but this is ugly. It got, I mean, really, really, really bad. I, I'm not sure what to chalk that one up to. I, I really don't. I mean, it, it, he just played terrible. I'm, I'm hoping yeah. he bounces back. Um, you know, Delvin Cook still did his thing if you have him. Saved 14 it with carries the for 63, too. yeah, and, and the touchdown. And Justin Jefferson uh, led them with yards, which tells you a lot when he only had three targets. So he had 44 yards. Adam Thielen, they tried to give him the ball, eight targets, but only three catches for 31 yards. Um, I can't read too much into this one because I think it was too poor of a game. I think this one's like, uh, you know, the the high and the low you throw out. I think this one's the low. Hopefully, we'll see. Yeah, But Cousins went into the fourth quarter last week with about 90 yards passing, heading into the fourth before he went off. So... It's two terrible games in a row, really. Seven or seven out of his eight quarters have been really bad. Then um, Colts side of things, Rivers two fourteen touchdown a pick. He's not a fa- he's not a fantasy option. He's just not anymore. But Jonathan Taylor, they've just fed him the ball twenty six times. Got one hundred one yards out of it and a touchdown. He also caught two balls for nine yards. But he just he's going to get all the opportunity in the world. So that's I mean that's all you can ask for. Yeah, I mean that that is great. We, I mean, we definitely talked about Jonathan Taylor enough, and in why he's going to be good. The one that is surprising, though, and we have to talk mm-hmm. about it. It was a possible waiver wire pickup. A lot of people picked him up, wondering 
if they were going to ease Jonathan Taylor into it. We're talking about Neheim, yeah. Neheim Hines. And he if, just wasn't involved. Would, yeah, if he wasn't going to run the ball, we thought maybe he would catch a few more. But the shocking part about that was he didn't run the ball once, yep. and he was only targeted once. So yeah. what, what do you do with him mm-hmm. if you picked him off off of waivers? I mean, is this immediate you just kind of give up on him, or do you put him on your bench for a week? Where, where, where do you go with this one? If you need somebody else, I would just get rid of him and go for one of the other waiver wire guys. Honestly, that was that that uh, was that ugly. I mean, and Jordan Wilkins got nine carries. I just don't know if Hines what he's going to do. I mean, if you have the spot and you can hold him for another week, just I guess hold him. That's fine. But if you need another back, I just go get that back because I don't think you're going to see much from Hines. They showed it's going to be Jonathan Taylor and then Jordan Wilkins after that. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. Not going to do anything with it. Then um, oh, Paris Campbell goes down with the injury, which uh, what, what I don't know if they said for sure, but it looks like maybe another ACL. To inj- I don't remember exactly what happened here, but not yeah. good, not good. Man, the injuries today have or just crazy. I mean, yep. it, it was. Whew. Yep, that's a rough one there. And then uh, Mo, Mo Alley Cox led the team with five catches for 111 yards. Ty Hilton really has been non-existent, three for 28 today. Not really involved much, so. All right, that's it for that that one. Just uh, yeah, interesting there. Then we got Bills, Dolphins. Bills win 31-28. Josh Allen, I mean, the guy's been pretty good. Uh, he looked he looked better today in this one for me. I mean, the, one of those runs he had actually fumbled on it. He was trying to get the first down, just overpowering guys, and he didn't hold on to the ball because that's that's what Josh Allen does. But they, it's he's ridiculous. He, he he is something. He's some kind of athlete. He's a crazy athlete. He did. I mean, and the good part, uh, I bag on him a lot because he's hard to watch for me, but he only ran the ball four times, right? And one was that long one that he fumbled. They recovered um, for 16 yards. Then he had, what, three more carries for only two. It was all passing today, which was really good to see. And he threw it to my my main man, Stefan Diggs, who I really wanted to see what they could do with him. I love seeing this from Diggs. it, It turns out a lot. You can do a lot with him. Eight catches, 153 yards, and a Man. touchdown. He is a lot of It will definitely be up and down, but this is what you really needed to see. Man, Diggs was so underrated this this preseason. I mean, it was. I was if I knew if, if this connection worked, we knew it would be a big year for Diggs, and it started off very well so far. So hopefully this continues. And you know what? John Brown is still is playing. It's two good games in a row too. Yeah, so John. It's John Brown and Diggs. They're both playing well, and that's awesome to see. Then I guess the running side of things, Devin Singletary. Come on, give the guy some work here. Ten carries. When he gets the ball, he looks good. He does look good. Ten carries for 56, 5.6. He had a long of 18. He looks good. He really – he does. But, yeah, it just wasn't – in. it doesn't feel like whatever they're doing with Josh Allen is ever going to benefit Singletary or Moss for that that matter. They want to see what they have in Moss here too yet. And Moss is okay, but – Sing, I'm telling you, Singletary's yeah, better. Fine. He Singletary's better than Moss. He just I is. would agree. I, I think Zach Moss is a good back. Yeah, he um, is. But... It looks like he can definitely develop into one, but I think Singletary's already there, and I, I wish they would use him a little bit more. Ten carries yep. is not enough to like get into the flow of the game, and I wish they would throw it to him a little more as well. The only, the only <laughs> unfortunately, I was flicking through all these games. The only pass I saw that was thrown to Singletary was just this horrendous one. And immediately I was like, yeah. oh, no. Oh, yeah, I know the one you're Josh talking Allen about. Is, yeah, Josh Allen is having a terrible game. Yeah. And I looked at his stats and I was like, oh, no, that was just bad luck. <laughs> Me yeah. watching the one play where I'm like, oh, get him the ball. No. 
I've watched way too many Dolph or way too many Bills games or minutes of the two Bills games this year trying to watch Singletary and not do much for me yet. But uh, all right, Miami side of things. Fitzpatrick three twenty eight two touchdowns. He'll he'll do that for you every once in a while. So solid game from him. And it went to Mike Gusecki there, eight for one thirty and a touchdown. Another one of our tight end targets. Yeah. We got we've had a few of them in this. Uh, John Smith, Mike Gusecki. I love these late these late. Uh, tight end targets we liked that are just they're showing up early this year yeah i was i was starting to sweat a few of our picks and one of them being uh Gusecki and and even parker I, I kept saying that he's safe to play with fitzpatrick he hadn't done a whole lot he got the catch he got the touchdown today five for 53 and a touchdown i thought this would be more uh what to expect yep. i still think that i mean i don't think Gusecki is going to do 130 and a touchdown every time but i do think they're going to be the two big uh, targets as long as Fitzpatrick is in there I think this is more of a realistic game for him 300 yards and a couple of TDs yeah. maybe throwing an interception I think that is more realistic than what you saw in week one yep so our so far our pass catcher um, picks for the year have been pretty good they're Diggs Smith Gusecki but our running backs Singletary and in this game Matt Breda who's not really getting much opportunity he had more opportunity in this one at least I'll say that he did get seven carries which uh, I would, I'd like to see what he could actually do, but Ga- Miles Gaskin had seven for 46 and Braid had seven for 37. They both had a very solid yards per carry. It'd be interesting to see what would happen if they got a few more, but jo- Jordan Howard is the goal line back and he's not going to do much but that, but I just, this run, this running game, I think it's just going to be all three of them. Yeah. I mean, it was a late, it was a flyer pick anyway, thinking like he was a completely forgotten running back. And I think he's, I, I'm not, I think I'm he's pretty, talented I'm, yet, but I do too. I like him a lot, but after watching a couple of weeks, not saying yeah. that they can't develop something else, but I'm, I'm backing off of the run game for the dolphins. I just yeah. don't see it coming together. Uh, so that's just where I'm at. <laughs> kind of just like slowly backing away. <laughs> All right, next up, 49ers beat the Jets 31-13, but they have like pretty much everybody on their team injured at this point, I think. <laughs> um, I mean, they already had Debo was already hurt. And now a um, bunch of injuries. I mean, even on the defense side of things, they lose Nick Bosa, it looks like, to a season ender, which that's that's uh, terrible. Um, Another one, man. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo went out of the game. Looks like he's going to miss a few weeks. And then Raheem Mostert goes out of the game too, and uh, looks like a sprained MCL. They say I don't think it's a too serious of an injury, but anytime you're dealing with the knee, it's just not great. So Mostert started that game off awesome, had that 80 yard touchdown right away. Then his next seven were only for 12 yards, but that's two weeks in a row he's had just a big play for a touchdown, and the rest, you know, wasn't as great. But still, that's that's still a great fantasy day. You just worry if that knee, if that lingers, if it, I mean, Jarek McKinnon's going to get a shot here. Um, Tevin Coleman got hurt in this one too, actually. I don't know the severity of his injury, but he had 14 carries for 12 yards. It wasn't a, wasn't a great day for him. So Jarek McKinnon becomes interesting to me. Who only had three carries, turned it into 77 yards and a touchdown. He actually, um, that's pretty good. You know, he's looking I mean, pretty good first time back in the league in a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, hard hard, hard <laughs> to say. I, I have three carries. What, it what is. Really is. But, but if there's injuries to Mostert and Coleman, Jarek McKinnon becomes very interesting. And then Jeff Wilson will probably steal those goal line touches like it happens when everyone gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. What's even more worrisome, because Mostert had established, like he had arrived. Yeah. And he was looking really good. He was getting, he was their number one back. There was no doubt about it two games in. And you're like, oh, this is great. Yep. I can finally figure out who to play and you know, how it's going to go. 
he gets injured. I mean, what's to say that they, when everyone's healthy, that they don't go back to the three-headed running back by committee kind of situation again? Because if Jarek McKinnon shows up or Jeff Wilson or something, you know, they've never been the, the type of team to really hand the reins off to one guy. I thought maybe it was going to happen. But this does give me pause. I'm not going to, like, throw Mostert away or anything. I still like him the no. most. We'll see how but serious that injury is. Could really put a dent in the, uh, I don't know, consistency of how many carries and, and what kind of production we've, we've seen out of Mostert. So yep. that is something to definitely look for. Not to mention Garoppolo being hurt. Mm-hmm. They already hopefully. don't really have that great of a wide receiving crew. So you think they're going to kind of double down on the on the run so i i love the idea of being able to like pick up jerk mckinnon if if he's still on waivers or something of that nature I, there was one uh guy i did have to ask about um i just feel good for him jordan reed yeah right so it, he comes in because of kittle i'm assuming yeah yeah <laughs> uh, because of the injury to him he has seven catches for 50 yards and two touchdowns he was a dominant tight end in washington before injuries just completely took him out of it um I didn't even know he was on this team could be completely. <laughs> he was completely buried on the, on the he, roster. He made my ranks this week, but um, I didn't really expect two touchdowns from him. Yeah, it was great to see. It's wonderful to see a guy that was well, just unfairly punished by, by injuries uh, get his like time to shine and say, no, I was really that good. You know. Well, and um, Kittle looks like he's going to be back next week, but if he were to not be back, Reed, Reed could be an interesting play here. And even when Kittle comes back, I think, I mean, I think Reed will be involved. I don't think he'll be, he's not going to be a fantasy option in my mind, obviously, after Kittle's back, but he'll still yeah. be involved in the offense. So, yeah, they're not going to do it. I mean, as far as I've seen, they're not going to do a two tight end, yeah. you know, set where you can play both of them. And Kittle's going to take all of the. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should talk about the Jets. I was just about to pass them up because I don't really care. <laughs> do we have to? Um, I mean, Darnold is just not that great. Frank Gore, 21 carries, 63 yards. It's about as expected from Frank Gore. You're not, and I mean, Chris Hogan, how about Chris Hogan back around in the league here? I remember your Chris Hogan uh, pick from a couple of years ago. I thought he was going to do well. I thought he was going to do well. He did not. <laughs> and Braxton Berrios catches the touchdown. So not, not much you're interested in there. I think, I think even Brashad Perriman went down with an injury in this one too. Yeah. Another injury. Another one bites the dust. Yeah. Just a lot of ugliness today. All right. How about Rams? Rams and Eagles. Rams win 37-19. Rams are looking pretty good this All year. All right. Can we can we start it off? Are you ready to give a little bit of love to, to Higby now? Just a little <laughs> give, me, give me a little bit. Hey, it was okay. What a, it was okay. What a game by Higby. Yeah, that was a, that was pretty solid there. Getting it three three touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, Goff likes him. So hey, it was a very, very solid outing there from Higby. I do have to say this. I don't know like this this team feels very strange. You don't exactly know who's going to get like what and how it targets and rushes and all that. They're all over the board right now. I do have to say this, though. This team is a lot of fun to watch all of a sudden, and McVay has completely uh, like lived up to the hype of, of what he was two years ago. Yep. Some of these plays like that uh, that reverse to Woods for, the, for like yeah. a rushing touchdown was just brilliant. It was so good. Um, and then playing Philadelphia, I was just blown away. I was like rooting for the Rams because the play calling was so so good in my my opinion. And then um, running wise, there Acres goes down with an injury early. Another injury. Another injury. But, um, Henderson looked good. Twelve for okay. eighty one and a touchdown. Where'd that yeah. come from? 
this one bums me out because I'm pretty sure I just you did you did I just, just let him go yes. because I had to yes. get someone else in my line and I was like, well, Malcolm Brown's number one, Acres number two. Right. Hey, it was. It, it was happens. I'm like, you got logical, logical way to think about it. I know it, it hurts though when you're kind of like you're holding on to him <laughs> and like maybe and then the. Well, Brown was 11 for 47. I kind of think this is what they're going to do. I think they're just going to rotate it. If Akers comes back healthy, I think it's going to be a three three headed monster here. I yeah. think they're going to all I, play. I don't see I one guy breaking hand, out. Yeah. I think this is kind of a good way to go for for McVeigh too, because I think when you can't plan on on how they work with, you know, it's kind of like whoever's in there that they'll just run the same play. Yep. I think it becomes a lot more difficult to figure out what play they're going to call and this and that. They're, you know, it, it's not the defense can't say, okay, well, Malcolm Brown's in here. They're probably running it up the middle where you could do that a little bit more with other teams, right? Kind of like with Chicago, if, if Cohen is in the backfield, you know, you're kind of like, okay, more likely it can be a throw or run to the outside, whatever it may be. It's kind of an interesting uh, setup with this team. Um, Just, we don't have to go over him, but Jared Goff did have a very nice game, uh, 267 and three touchdowns. Why not? Um, as far as the receiving goes, Cooper Cup getting back into the fray, five catches for 81 yards. That's great. Tyler Higby, obviously the big story, three touchdowns, only 54 yards, but who cares? And Robert Woods, only two catches and 14 yards. Saved but, you with that rushing touchdown, yeah. Yeah, three, three rushes for 19 yards. So even when I want to say, I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm still <laughs> wrong. They're using him in every way, so Woods yeah. is always a, a solid play. Um, anything else on, on theirs well, that you're kind of surprised by? Not really, but Van Jefferson is it good to see him? He's involved too. He's, I think he can be a good player there. But I think they're just going to use a lot of guys on this team right now. There might not be. St- I mean, Higby maybe he's going to be a pretty good tight end there. So um, I will say in our two main leagues, Thank you. okay, Thank you. There, we're in two two leagues here: one main league and a secondary league. I did start Higby in one of those leagues this week, and <laughs> I started Hurst in the other one. So I started Hurst and Higby this week. <laughs> there we so. go. I'll say that on the Eagles side, Wentz not very good today. Two forty-two, no touchdowns, two picks. Uh, Miles Sanders got ninety-five yards and a touchdown, three for thirty-six he, receiving. He is, yeah, he is yep. going to be the man. Yep, uh, I is. love seeing him back. It was you know worrisome. Twenty carries, and on top of that, <clears throat> on top of that, he got seven targets. He only caught three of them. But when you combine all of his production, it is going to be a sight to behold. So I I love Miles Sanders. I'm glad to see him healthy. Yep, and then uh, the receivers, it was spread around today. Jackson got it six for 64. Ertz and Goddard didn't have big days, five for 42 and three, four for 30. And Jalen Rager's involved too, four for 41, but no one's standing out there today at all. So we'll see if that changes. It just Rams might just have a good team. So they might be tough to play against there. All right, how about Pittsburgh and Denver? Pittsburgh wins 26-21. Another injury in this one with Drew Locke going down. And I think Jerry Judy went down as well in this one at one point, and I don't believe he came back in the game after that. So uh, Locke looks like he might be out two to six weeks was the last word I saw on that. And then Judy, not really sure what the injury actually looks like, a a rib injury possibly, but um, we'll see what happens there. But Jeff Driscoll came back, came in for the Broncos. You know, Jeff Driscoll, I remember a couple years ago with the Lions, isn't a terrible quarterback. I think he'll be – you know, he's not, he's, I mean, obviously it's not as good as having Locke in there probably, but I don't think it's going to kill Cortland Sutton's value, but I don't think Cortland Sutton's going to end up living up to what we wanted to necessarily right now with Dr- Driscoll in there, which is disappointing. But yeah. I mean, it was good to see him in there and get yeah. targeted. He, I think, you know, and he, it's good. Maybe it'll be better than anything. I mean, Driscoll, I don't, honestly, I don't think he's terrible. I think he, he can sustain. He didn't look that yeah. bad. He really he, didn't. I mean, yeah. 
stats alone, 256, two touchdowns and an interception when you come yeah. off the bench cold for the most part is pretty darn good. And, yeah. you know, you're going against the best defense possible True. in they, the NFL. They almost came back there. Fine. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's not going to really kill the value here. I think you'll be okay. Fant got himself a touchdown. Melvin Gordon, 19 carries for 70 yards, got 14 yards receiving and a touchdown. So, you know, we'll see how it plays out, but I think they'll be, I think they'll be okay fantasy wise. Steelers, Roethlisberger's looked pretty decent coming back this year, I would say. They're 311 yards, two touchdowns in this one. Deontay Johnson stepping up, eight for 92 and a touchdown. And Trace Claypool got the big 84 yard touchdown. Nice to see that one, huh? Yeah, I, I love seeing that. I yeah. was like, oh, please, be, actually be, be more relevant than what I thought you could be. That, was, <laughs> exactly. that would be the, the best gift. And then uh, Juju, seven for 48. Not a massive game there, but James Conner, um, I feel bad for all those people that picked up Benny Snell this week, you know, in the waiver <laughs> right. wire. Well, th- this is the hard part. We, we said this, too. If I mean, one of the questions that yeah. we got was, you know, what do you do with Snell if Conner is healthy? Get rid and, of them. <laughs> yeah, the, the truth about Pittsburgh is when they have a guy, they just keep giving him the ball. So they until something happens have. to Connor again, you know, and then it will, all the carries will go to Snell and, and yeah. you know, so forth and so on. So, but yeah, I mean, overall, uh, I liked what I saw from Pittsburgh. I'm kind of surprised, especially with Drew Locke going down. I thought this would be, and he went down like very, like in the beginning. I think yeah, he, had, he like, only what, threw five, five passes, one for five. Okay. So, I mean, he went down early and they still only yeah. beat him by five. I, I thought this was a very well-played game by Denver st- sticking around. Yep. Definitely was. All right. Bucks, Panthers, Bucks win 31, 17. Another one in this one, McCaffrey goes down with an injury here at the end. And yeah, that scared me. <laughs> we, we don't, I, I don't know if I've, I haven't heard the news yet on what it could be. It didn't, I mean, I don't think we're as concerned about this one as others, but still it's not good to see. I mean, no. what it, maybe maybe these people do need preseason. I don't know, man. This has been ugly today. And it was it was very difficult to watch because you're you're this changes the complete complexion of the year. I mean, just losing someone like Saquon would be bad enough, right? But yeah, even like I mean, as dumb as it may sound, but even like the 49ers defense with Bosa going down, it definitely hurts their defense. Like when all of a sudden it mm-hmm. throws everything up in the air, like well, how good are they gonna be against the run? Like the matchups all of a sudden get all skewed again, even though when you think like maybe after two weeks, you'd have a better idea. Once again, not really. So it throws everything out the window. If Christian McCaffrey is hurt. Oh my, I I don't (laughs) know what that does to to leagues, but I don't, and I'd have no idea what, uh, I don't, I I don't have any plan B for like Carolina. I don't know. I don't know. Throw more. I don't. Yeah. Mike Davis is going to be the the lead back. No one can do what Christian McCaffrey can do. So I don't know what you're going to do for your offense. I don't know what they would do. I don't know if they'd use Mike Davis. I don't know if they'd use more Curtis Samuel back there. Because Curtis Samuel, you know, they like to run the ball with him too. Maybe they, maybe that's what it would be. more. I, you know, I think, I think McCaffrey's going to play. I'm not – I think he's going to be fine. It didn't seem like it's that serious. But I think it'd be more interesting for them to use Curtis Samuel back there than Mike Davis. I think yeah, we kind of know what Mike Davis is, you know. I think Curtis yeah, Samuel would fit more with what they want to do with McCaffrey. Yeah, and I mean – Personally, I think Tampa Bay does have a very good defense after watching them the full game in week one and, yeah. and some of this one. I do think they have a very good uh, defense. But saying that, Teddy Bridgewater did not look overly impressive today. Um, no touchdowns, two interceptions. He threw it a bunch, 42 attempts. He had 367 yards, so that's good to see. And his wide receivers, I mean, once again, Robbie Anderson, uh, nine yeah. catches for 109 yards. He was playable. And DJ Moore, 120 yards as well. What's well, a – 
that's a typical DJ Moore game. I feel like an eight for one twenty with no touchdowns involved. That's yeah, just, the guy does not. He does not catch touchdowns. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, fine, not he's not those touchdowns. In McCaffrey, he okay. So what? He had eighty-eight total yards, but two touchdowns. He just gets it done every time. It's just yeah. it's ridiculous. Then um, the Bucks. I mean Brady. Brady's not really a fantasy option. I don't think at this point. Um, no, he started, that, he started off hot too. Yeah. In both games, he started off great in that first drive, and then they slowly kind of you know. Yeah, <laughs> go and this away. could it could change, but as of right now, I'm not really looking to start Brady. But doesn't mean the weapons are, aren't playable. Evans seven for one hundred four and a touchdown. Good bounce back for him without Chris Godwin there. And then um, this was the weird one. So Ronald Jones came in, got the touchdown early, thought it was going to have a decent game, and then they turned it over to Fournette, and Fournette then broke one there for a touchdown at the end. And 12 for 103 and yeah. two I touchdowns. Mean, personally, I think that's all she wrote. I, I think this is Fournette's backfield now. I, I think so, too. Uh, it's undeniable. We always we knew that he was better yeah. than, than Rojo, and, and Ronald Jones is starting to look better. I mean, I do have to give him that, that compliment. He's starting to look better. I don't think he is at Fournette's level. I think they will use both of them, but I think that Fournette will get – the the lion's share if you if you want to call it that you know yep. every seven carries to three I, I think that is the way it's going to go down and he proved it right away I mean if you yeah. block for the guy or if you don't he'll just run someone over and, and go for the touchdown so awesome yeah. to see yep all right and uh, the one thing mind-blowing to me even now Gronk yeah nothing nothing no targeted one time did not catch one uh, he that is, still blows uh, my mind I'm not sure why he came out of retirement for this team He's droppable at this point, for sure. There's a lot – I mean, plenty of other guys on the waiver wire. I mean, I know, Jeff, you drafted Gronk in the league, and you're really wishing you drafted John o. Smith now, aren't you? Yeah, in that one, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, next up, Cardinals in Washington. Cardinals win 30-15. to 15, And, oh, man, I love watching Kyler Murray play. He's so fun to watch. The guy's so quick. I mean, two rushing touchdowns on the day, eight carries, 67 yards. And then threw for 286 and a touchdown. He did get a pick as well. But, man, he is so much fun to watch. He is. He's not Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's ridiculously good. But he's the next best thing to Lamar Jackson in that way. And getting you these rushing touchdowns. Man, that was fun. I love watching Kyler Murray. I love having Kyler Murray on my fantasy team this year. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, he is wonderful. We we wondered if he was going to be able to do this. I did, to be quite honest, his running ability is surpassed what I thought he was capable of. I mean, he is making people look like they're slow. He's, he's able to cut. So he's quick. I mean, he is unbelievably quick. So, yeah, he is incredibly fun to watch. That's no doubt. And it's a lot of fun to watch the guys with him. Once again, DeAndre Hopkins had a very solid game. Eight catches for 68 yards and a touchdown. We're not, you know, not 150 this time, but he's still the primary target. He's yep. obviously Kyler Murray is leaning on him for, for that duty. So that's awesome. He's a, a you know, st- kind of lock and load starter. Um, everyone else, I feel like it's going to be up and down. Yeah. Um, and, and that is fine. There's no one else that I would really play. But Andy Isabella got into the action finally. Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald all had about, you know, 50 to 70 yards receiving. Uh, no touchdowns other than the one to DeAndre Hopkins. And then Kyler Murray kind of did the rest, you know, two touchdowns rushing. Yeah. Um, what do you think? What have you been thinking about Kenyon Drake? He's he's solid enough. He's a good he's a good running back too. He's not turned into that like top end running back, I don't think, um, which some people hoped he would. But he's a good number two. If he's going to get twenty carries a game, you're going to be fine. You know, eighty to hundred yards, and maybe gets you a touchdown every other week. 
I think you're going to be in decent shape. He'll probably be around 100 total yards most weeks. So it's not going to be maybe spectacular all the time, but I think he's just he's going to be solid. And they're, I mean, Chase Edmonds had three carries. They're not going to go away from Drake. It's Drake. It's Drake's backfield. He's going to get all the work. I mean, Kyler's going to get. They're not really designing many as many runs for Kyler. I feel like as maybe Lamar Jackson had. It's more Kyler scrambling from what I see. Yeah. But so Drake's still going to get a bunch of carries. And uh, Washington. I mean, Haskins wasn't terrible. He's not like he's still not very good, but this is this is better. You yeah, know, to, it looks like he's right? coming along. Yeah, it's better for sure. Um, and you know what? I don't really care about Haskins at all for fantasy, but I just need him to be good enough to make Terry McLaurin good for fantasy. And, and he that, was very good today. Seven for one twenty-five and a touchdown. McLaurin looks really good. He 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 just looks like a a really good player who's making it work on a not a great team. And um, Antonio Gibson, 13 carries, 55 yards and a touchdown. But I think, honestly, this could be – I don't know how much more you're going to get from Antonio Gibson than this. I think he's a good player too, but I don't think they're going to be winning many games. They're not going to be able to run the ball a lot. And I don't even know if Gibson can handle a lot of running. But, again, only one catch for Gibson. I thought he was going to be involved more in this passing game. And maybe that will come, but it's just not, not there yet. Yeah. yeah so – I right, got a couple more games. Chiefs Chargers. So this one was interesting. Chiefs had to go to overtime to win this after Justin Herbert got the surprise start after Tyrod was injured in pregame warmups. And Herbert, I liked him. I actually really liked Justin Herbert in this one. He, he impressed me. Freaking great. Oh man, he I, I was blown away. I did not. I mean, every part of the game. I, I don't yeah. think I a bad thing to say about him no i've really enjoyed watching him play and you know he's a strong guy too he was i'm oh man this that one scramble he had the linebacker tried to take him out and man he took that guy out big time yeah wow. yeah i mean you, you he knocked himself out trying to tackle him it, yeah herbert I mean, just it, like it was just, one of those that looked scary for a moment but wow yeah he's a he's a big guy i mean what man. 236 whatever yeah. 64 65 i i'm impressed i i'm yeah. really impressed with herbert yeah, watching him in college, I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to adjust to the speed right away, but he looked he looked really really good. Even the interception, you know what? It's a rookie mistake, but it wasn't necessarily what I would call like a bad throw where you're just like, right. where did that come from? It yeah, was, I mean, yeah. they still had to make a play on the ball. It was great, and even more so, which I love for the you know teams I do have Eckler on, him coming in really yeah. helped Eckler. Yeah. I mean, he looked like the guy from uh, last year, right? So he had 16 carries for 93 yards. That's wonderful. And then on top of that, he had four catches for 55 yards. Yeah, so I mean, you add all that up, and he's looking really, really solid I mean, all of a sudden. Josh Kelly got himself 23 carries today, but only turned it into 64 yards. But two catches for 49. But Kelly's not going away. He's going to be involved in this. It wasn't a great maybe yards per carry day, but he's involved in this offense for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's, they're trying to put him into the Melvin Gordon role. I mean, they yeah, really are. For sure. And Keenan Allen had a solid outing, seven for 96, and Hunter Henry, six for 83. Solid, I yep. think those are solid games. They just didn't get the touchdowns to go along with it. But, you know, the, this Chargers team, that was a pretty solid game for them. I'm, um, I mean, Herbert got the job right there, right? Like, that's it. He oh, won yeah. that job. I mean, he has yeah, to. Yeah, Ty, Tyrod is yeah, – he's done. done. Yeah. Tyrod just comes in to start a game or so, and then for the rookie to come in. That's what he does. That yeah, was, I mean, it's really – I mean, it's kind of brutal for him. I feel bad yeah. for him. But, hey, Herbert came in. He played like that. He wins the role. I mean, that's just what it was. You almost beat – Kansas, you almost beat the defending champs. Yeah. And honestly, they probably should have. I was really rooting for the Chargers. I mean, it's always fun to watch Mahomes lead a drive. But I, I felt like the team that deserved it today did not get the win, yeah. to be quite honest. 
Oh, really? I, I kind of agree. I was, I, I'm, um, I'm just saying I was really impressed with Herbert today. I did not expect to see that. So that was cool. So yeah, on the chief side of things, Mahomes is not a great day for Mahomes. 24, 27 for 47. But I love that. That's what you, I know. It's funny. I love that the stats do not show how no. much he struggled early on, but 300, 300 yards and two touchdowns. You'd yeah. be like, any, anyone else would be like, that's and, a great game. And he scrambled for 54. You know, he had a, a third and 20 where he scrambled for a first down. And I guess the disappointment here would have been Clyde Edwards Hilaire, only 10 carries for 38, did get six for 32, but only 70 total yards in this one. So after week one, you're thinking, oh, man, you got yourself some, a big-time guy here. And, you know, I think he's still going to be that for the most part. But this just wasn't a, as great of a day for the Chiefs. But you know what? They still get the win at the end of the day. Yeah. This, is, this probably is one of the worst you'll see from them. Then um, Tyree killed the, got himself a touchdown. Kelsey got, them, got a touchdown. 99 yards for Hill, 90 for Kelsey. Yeah. And Hill with that, the big one, and actually to, to tie the game up, really. Yep. And then um, I'm happy none of us bought into Sammy Watkins, right? Well, he got hurt. Right? I know he got hurt too. Everyone gets, okay. but that's Sammy yeah, Watkins hurt. hurt. Everyone's hurt. If, but, if they didn't, if they didn't show up, they're hurt. <laughs> when Sammy Watkins not got hurt too, like this is what he does. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not overly, you know. Yeah, I, I right. shouldn't say sympathetic, but I'm not surprised <laughs> by that one. <laughs> All right, last looks like the last one we have here: Raven Ravens Texans. Ravens win 33-16. Texans are kind of a mess on offense. Um, I'll start yeah, with them. They're, they're just really a mess. Missing Hopkins. Oh man, Sean Watson misses Hopkins big time. He at 275, oh. one touchdown, one pick. I mean, Cooks was five for 95. That was decent. Um, Cobb five for 59. I mean, did Will Fuller even play? I, I, well, I was about to ask, did he get hurt too? He got one rush, but he didn't. I don't even think he was targeted. And as far as I know, I do not know that he got hurt. But it would make more sense than what I'm looking at. Right I mean, now. I'm, uh, okay, he was slowed with a hamstring injury, from what I see. Surprise, huh? Dude, that guy is so frustrating to own. I mean, that's what we always said. Very talented guy, though. Uh, the, I, I will say this as the positive for this one: there wasn't a lot to positive to take away. Once again, Baltimore is uh, just obscenely good team, and every like last week too, they've made Cleveland look dumb. Cleveland looked a lot yeah. better this week. Uh, Texans will be okay there. I mean, the 0-2, but they will, I think they'll be able to turn it around. Uh, Brandon Cooks, that is the, the silver lining, right? The fact that we finally did get to see him, him play and do something, yeah. even yeah. in a game that was completely lost, five catches for 95 yards is definitely what you want to see because he is definitely someone that we thought was going to be playable, and we weren't exactly sure how this all was going to come up. But with Fuller being a little hobbled like he usually is, uh, he came to the forefront. I, I love to see that. So I think Brandon Cooks moving forward is definitely a guy that should be yep. thinking about throwing in your lineup uh, maybe one more week. And it would, you know, if he does this again, you'd be like, yeah, okay. He's, he's finally developing into one of Watson's guys. And that is what you're kind of waiting to find out. Who yep. does he trust? Who does he throw to uh, since Hopkins is no longer there? Yep. And then, um, David Johnson had more. That's more what I expected from David Johnson. Yeah, no, I, was like, I don't want to rag on him too much. No, he, but that's just. Let's yeah. not look into it too much. <laughs> not loving this offense right now. That's for sure. They got to figure yeah. something out. This day, if this stays this way, Bill O'Brien's going to be looking for a job next year. They right. can't play like this. So, but all right, that's all I got. Um, you got Patriots Seahawks still going on. So we'll talk about that next. We'll talk about that in the next episode. When we talk waiver wire, we'll give you a little. We don't. We don't have to talk about Baltimore. They're all really good. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot about Baltimore. I don't even need. I mean, they're just good. I, I, yeah, I forgot about them. 
I guess yeah, this would be my only question. Good. The, the re- receivers are, are what they are, right? Marquise Brown has the, the yeah, long yeah. ball ability, whatever that may be. Uh, Lamar is freaking amazing. As far as the running backs, that's the only thing people are going to wonder about, I assume. Uh, where are you at? Gus Edwards, not completely out of it. They just let everyone run the ball. Uh, 10 carries for 73 yards. Mark Ingram, he had the big touchdown, uh, a long one. Dobbins only had two carries, but 48 yards. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he, uh, he had one catch. I, I mean, felt like I saw him more, though. I don't know why. <laughs> this was just one of those games. I think they just got the lead, and they just didn't need to do a lot. You know, so they well, just spread it around. Yeah, well, this is my, my question. First of all, Lamar Jackson will be safe no matter what. Um, and Mark Andrews, you're putting him in probably no matter yeah, what. Yeah, he'll be fine. You know, one catch for 29 yards, but still. They will be up in a lot of games. How yeah. does that affect your opinion on – I mean, does it just hurt wide receivers or, I, or your running backs? Even running backs, like how much can you trust one since they use three and any of them can score? Honestly, the funny thing is as good as this team is – I think I can only truly trust Lamar and Mark Andrews, even though I can, I say that after Mark Andrews just won for 29, but being at the, at the tight end position, you're still obviously you, I mean, Mark Andrews is great, but you, you plug in Lamar and Mark Andrews with the, that's about it though. Marquise Brown can be in your lineup, but it's more of like a wide receiver three flex type thing. He's no guarantee. And then Mark Ingram. I mean, I still, I think I'd okay with Ingram as a flex, but you're not, you're hoping for touchdowns. In Dobbins, you're just hoping for touchdowns. It's, I think it's Lamar and Andrews are the only thing that you can like count on, which is funny with how good of a team they are. But they, they just have so many guys they can use. So, I mean, you can, there's usable guys, but you're not going to, don't, they're not, you're not guaranteed anything from them. I'll say that. So, yeah. And should we, should we talk about New England and Seahawks since it's almost done, or should we well, leave that to another? Well, one? we'll wait that. We'll wait for the waiver wire okay. show. We'll we'll bring that up next next show. It's we'll mm. wait see how this thing plays out, and talk about it next episode. So, all right, that will do it for the week two recap. We'll be back with waiver wire episode tomorrow. We'll talk to you guys then.